0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. This is episode 203, entitled Time to Call a Real Plumber, uh, because Nintendo's been having some leaks. (laughs) I like what I did there. (laughs) Um, Hey, my name is Steve, and I am not alone. I am joined by Barry. Hey, Barry, how's it going? Hey, uh, it's going really well. Glad to be here and looking forward to uh, discussing some great stuff. Awesome, awesome. And I'm also joined by Greg, as always. Hey, Greg.
1: Hey,
0: everybody, how's it going? Ready to talk some games. For sure. Yeah, we got a uh, lot to talk about tonight. We're going to be talking about, uh, like I said, all these leaks that have been happening on uh, Nintendo's side of things. It's been uh, kind of crazy for them. Uh, but we're also going to be talking about uh, some glitches and things in Animal. Uh, sorry, Paper Mario. We're going to be talking about the uh, Fire Emblem Heroes update. Uh, a little unfortunate update about Super Nintendo World. Uh, we're also going to be talking about... Um, uh, paper like I said, Paper Mario, but also Animal Crossing, all the updates that have, have come that direction, um, and uh, a little bit about what we've been talking about uh, lately. We've had a a, um, a recent uh, game chat, and we're gonna be having uh, an industry talk uh, up soon about Dodo Peak, so we're gonna get into that. Pretty soon, Um, but before we jump into any of that, I just wanna thank you guys so much for for tuning in. If you are new to the Nintendo Fuse podcast, be sure that you have subscribed on whatever platform that you watch us or listen to us, uh, whether that be on YouTube or your favorite podcast app, be sure to hit that subscribe button. And if you are on YouTube, Be sure to, number one, comment. Let us know your thoughts about all the stuff we talk about. Uh, If you're joining us live, be sure to throw your your thoughts down in the chat uh, while we talk about all this stuff tonight. And, uh, of course... Gotta tell you to hit that bell because that's just how YouTube works, I guess. They won't alert you if you don't hit that bell. And uh, finally, uh, we don't ask for this a lot, but uh, we'd love it if you hit that like button on YouTube as well, because that also just helps other people find us, share it with other people, that'd be great. Um, And also, uh, if you haven't joined our Discord, if you haven't followed us on social media, make sure you do that, because we'd love to connect with you guys uh, between the episodes. But uh, we got a lot to talk about tonight. But let's start it off with, as always, what we've been playing. And uh, we'll go to Greg first tonight. What have you been playing, Greg?
1: Pretty much just the same stuff that I've been going on about the last few weeks. Still playing Animal Crossing, enjoying the update. I know we'll go into more details about that. Um, I guess a newer entry this time is actually Super Mario Maker 2. Um, my daughter came across some random uh, versus multiplayer matches on her um, YouTube for kids app. So then she's like, oh, I want to play Mario Maker. And I was like, OK. And then she's like, I want to see you try to race other people. And so I had a little bit of fun and actually won a few matches because I'm still pretty lowly ranked because I don't normally don't play those kind of competitive online modes. So it was still a little bit of fun. And she got to cheer me on and have a lot of fun there. So let's see. And then still, obviously, we played Dodo Peak, which we'll also be talking more about that as well. Let's see. And then for mobile, still doing Fire Emblem Heroes. I'll be going over the update on that in a little while. And then finally on Game Boy Advance, still making very slow progress on the Binding Blade game. It's been not a ton of time on it, but I still managed to do a chapter like every week or two. So it's very slow progression and loving the story so far and hopefully we'll be able to wrap it up. At some point soon. I don't know. Nice. <laughs> I know this levels always get managed to get longer at this point in the game. So <laughs> we could easily take like forty minutes and then like up, oh, somebody died, now I gotta restart re- rewind the whole forty minutes and start over. So
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh Jakester says in the chat that he's been uh, just busy with fake grand orders uh events. Uh Barry, what have you been up to?
2: My list isn't as long. On. Um as usual, and that's because on the, the Switch Mania Playcast, we are, are taking a few week break. So I don't have a ton of games in that regard, but uh, I'm still doing daily stuff in Animal Crossing. Uh, it's definitely becoming more and more of a chore. Um, I just, I don't I don't really like it when a game developer decides to make something once a day, which is fine but then make it hidden behind not one not two but three random number generators to me that is just terrible game design and and a lack of consideration for the gamer's time uh, and what i'm specifically talking about is pascal who is terrible and and the worst thing implemented <laughs> because it's rng to find a skeleton Then it's RNG whether he'll pop. And and one one time I got 10 scallops and he didn't pop and I just quit. And then when he pops, it's RNG whether you're going to get a DIY. And I'm over two weeks now without a DIY. And the last four days I've had pearls and I don't need pearls. And it's just frustrating when I spend 30 minutes trying to get it because of bad RNG. And then he gets a pearl. And it's like, wow, I could have done so many more things with that 30 minutes of my life. Thanks for wasting it. I just, uh, it's, it's really pissing me (laughs) off. Just like, let me get the rest of the DIYs and move on with my life. Uh, so, but I am still doing that. Um, Dodo Peak has mentioned, uh, we, we definitely, uh, we'll talk about a little bit more about that, but we did a game chat on that. Uh, I just started Paper Mario and I am on the second world. I am about to go into like the second dungeon area of it. And I have to say this the worlds, the environments, fantastic. The gameplay, the exploration, the stuff to find, fantastic. The characters and the dialogue, fantastic. The battles are outright terrible. <laughs> and the boss <laughs> battles stick an icicle through my eye because they are just garbage. And I understand they wanted to be creative, and they're totally creative, but oh my god, do they just grind everything to a halt? And oh, like so many times, and, and on top of that, there's that timer. Mm. Everything is timed, and there's no way to turn it off. There's a way you can extend it by adding coins, but that doesn't help anxiety. And like, and, and there's no experience points, so there's no point in doing them. You're forced to do them. Then you have to do a stupid ring puzzle, which takes time to do, uh, and, and just, uh, just I just want a standard. Give me, give me the world exploration without the battles, and I'll consider it the best Paper Mario game out there. <laughs> if, if you give me the battles, give me, give me standard 2D battles that I'm used to. Fine, I'll take it, classic, but. It's just giving. Oh yeah, and they did the Breath of the Wild thing where you have a default boots and default hammer, and then you could you equip new ones, which is not new to the Paper Mario series, but they have to link it up with Sticker Star and stuff, so they break. So here you can get better boots, but they use them like five or six times on battles that you don't even want to do because they don't give you experience, and then they break. And it's like, yeah, you could buy a bunch of them because they got money and all that stuff, but you shouldn't. You shouldn't have to. Right. Could you imagine playing Final Fantasy and going to the new town and buying a, a new weapon and then five battles later on some random goblins it breaks? What? No. <laughs> no. Uh, it's uh, There's so many, again, Nintendo, one step forward, at least two steps backwards. Otherwise, the game is beautiful. Uh, and I'm trying to push myself through. The, the boss battles are... Are so infrequent and the regular battles are annoying, but the rest of it has so much charm that I want to push through. But, and it doesn't help that I'm playing this after finally, after somewhere between 100 and 150 hours, because I don't know, because I did have, I left it on a little bit. Uh, finally finished Persona 5 Royal huh. on the PS4, which is a fantastic game. It is apps percent of five i'm sorry it's fantastic absolutely an amazing rpg experience not without its flaws my more nitpicky but the battles you can auto battle them they go quickly they're standard there's no gimmicks the story is is good Uh, i i guess maybe it hurts paper mario coming from persona 5 Um, but yeah, that's really where I didn't want to touch anything else until I finished that, that, that game pulled me in and I do recommend, and I really hope it does come to the switch. I don't know why, but I will say this Mm -hmm. after beating it, I went back and watched the Joker reveal trailer for smash brothers. Oh my God. Did that make it so much better? (laughs) Like worlds before I was like, all right, this looks kind of cool. But now I'm like, oh my God, you know, that voice, they, they got the voice actors there and the music. I recognize the music and the stages and all the little nuances and, uh, like yeah, it almost, I almost put in Smash Brothers just to mess around with Joker <laughs> after that, so that was kind of cool. Nice. Uh, the mobile mobile front is still the same. Dragali Lost and Mario Kart Tour. I really haven't been playing the Tales of game. It's really annoying me, mm. and I hate that it's annoying me. Um, it's just this too much. There's there's just too many new items. Like all, all these, like it's so overcomplicated what you can do with these characters, and they're like here's a limited event that starts. You know, like. The three days after the game launches and you have to be like max level with a team of certain certain elements to be able to do it So like pay money. I, I really don't want to um, there's no auto-repeat and uh, Like little things like that kind of annoy me I guess I'm more just more used to and and one really weird thing because I usually play at night when I log in there's like um, missions to grind for items to level up your party fine uh, all Oh, gotcha games kind of have that, except they're every day they switch. Cool, fine. I don't know when they reset, but every time like I log in at like 11 o'clock at night or something, it says like they're done. So I can't even use my points, like my my stamina or whatever, to do the grinding because that's when I happen to be playing. I don't know if it's a glitch or whatnot, but it really pisses me off when I boot up a game to play and it literally will not let me play what it shows available. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I'm only just. Half-assing it now just for the story, uh, just because I love the tales of series. But yeah, (laughs) I'm (laughs) dropping it like a hot rock very quickly.
0: Nice. Uh, Let's see. You go to the chat. Uh, Dave says he's been playing Super Mario, or Super Super Paper Mario, uh, Xenoblade, Loco Roco, and Persona Four Golden. And uh, Jakester wants to know if you have tried. I'm thinking he means the landscape mode, not portrait mode, uh, for Mario Kart Tour. You did, yeah. what What'd you think about it? Yeah, you're uh, you're muted again. You're you're going all all out, but you're I, muted.
2: <laughs> I uh, I did for about a quarter of a race, and then I switched back. <laughs> and that's not to say it's not good. That's not to say it's not good. It's just I'm so used to playing that in uh, in portrait mode now, or mm. you know, just I'm I just. I'm able to play with one hand. I go like this and it just it just comes naturally after a year or close to a year or whatever it's been of uh, playing it. Um that I absolutely it just feels awkward mm. um to do that. Um but uh, but we didn't we didn't talk about it. they did do something else in that update for America tour. Um for Gold Pass users, they they did one of my biggest complete they they addressed one of my biggest complaints early on. They doubled the amount of experience points and doubled the amount of coins you can get per day if you're a gold pass. So mm-hmm. it you know, if you're if you're not a gold pass, it does nothing, but if you are a gold pass um and you do play off and it's worth it, um it's really nice to be able to get double on um, double the stuff now. So I'm like, all right, cool, okay, I'll take it. Yeah. And they are starting to do more player friendly gotchas. Mm-hmm. Like their their normal gotcha run, it's like here's the new character, the new card, the new um, you know, glider. Um, we're putting it in a pool of a hundred. So here you go. you have a you know one in a hundred shot. You, if you do all 100, you're guaranteed to get it. Now they're doing like in between, they're doing special summons. Like right now there's a glider summon where there's three um, you know high quality gliders and a bunch of like lower ones, but there's only 30 in the pool. Mm. So you have a much better chance of getting them. And if you if you do all 30, which is a, a very reasonable and very doable, you can at least get three high quality gliders. Um, I like that. They also made a new change. Um, They they made a change early on where if you do the whole circuit, everything available, you get up to four free summons, which is cool. I like free summons. Now they made it where if you do the whole circuit, you're guaranteed a free, like, high-quality anything, and you you get a free pull. Mm. That's a guaranteed high-quality. I like that. These are starting to be quality of life changes for the better. So, honestly, I think if you have stop America tour you annoyed about the practices it's worth giving it another look because they, they're definitely listening and they're definitely yeah. doing some changes
0: that's really cool I had no idea that, that uh, things changed so you said you play for a quarter of a race like can you switch it on the fly
2: yes you can ah, in the middle the race.
0: that's cool is it is it fluid or is it like for, for... no it's fluid Oh, nice you that's can cool.
2: choose between just landscape just portrait or be, the ability to switch <laughs> and by default it's a switchable that's cool. So like, if you don't want to walk, oh, I want to, I definitely want, you know, landscape and I don't want to worry about, you know, you accidentally yeah. hmm.
0: keep it as that. Nice. Nice. I, I, yeah, I've been meaning to check it out, but I, it's not been high on my priority list, but it's nice to hear that those other uh, improvements have been made and especially for people that are, pl- uh, that are paying because yeah. like that was, that was always the thing. I'm like, what am I actually getting that's worth this? But with those other things that... That makes it a lot more worth it in my mind. For sure, You get a lot for the $5 a month. You really yeah. do if, if you play the tour. If yeah. you don't
2: play, then you're not getting anything.
0: <laughs> right, right. Uh, Closable said uh, he or she, I'm not sure, uh, has been playing uh, Cat Quest 2. Um, so, nice. I I have that. I'm pretty sure. I know I have Cat Quest, but I can't, I can't remember if I have 2 or not. Um, but, uh, yeah, let us know how that is, Closable um oh actually there it comes through the chat uh, i love the game so far if you like the first one you'll like it cool cool awesome. um i've been playing rocket league and animal crossing uh one of the things i did and in, in, uh like we got a, a comment last time uh someone um on our on our last podcast and they supported me uh grinding and in, in rocket league and trying to advance and everything and so i'll give an update at least for that person uh i've decided to after like I don't even know, hundreds of hours in the game, I've decided to change up my control scheme. <laughs> uh, so my controllers. Uh, so I, I did some switching, mostly the the switches that, that Rocket League players that are like the pros and everybody else like recommend. So moving uh, my air roll and my um, drift to L1 and then, well, left button, I guess, on an, uh, a Switch controller. Um, and then I also moved the, um boost to R uh so I'm like more like double gripping or double clawing the controller now which has taken a while to get used to so I haven't you know advanced in rank or anything lately because I've been trying to just really get used to the new uh control scheme so basically the reason for for doing that is uh a lot more aerial stuff so if you want to get your car in the air faster you need to be able to hit certain buttons at the same time quicker and so um switching those it's you're able to do that a little better and so um so yeah i've been doing that and then yeah animal crossing uh we'll talk about that in just a second but uh not a whole lot in there except for i did pay off my final loan so i am no longer in debt to uh to mr nook um he uh just Every time I ask him what to do now, he's like, that's a good question, Steve. I don't really know. You've know, you done a lot of good stuff around here. Just have fun. Uh, So uh, so that's really nice to to have that. And it's cool to to be able to focus on other stuff now. Um, And then, of course, Dodo Peak. We'll talk about that in just a second. Um, And then I did play some more Torna. Um, Barry Barry told me offline. He's like, "Uh, you made me very happy, Steve, when I saw that you were were playing Torna. So um, I thought... I, I naively thought that I'd be able to get to the end of the game before the podcast. And so I just booted up and I was like, all right, I get like an hour or two or something like that. I'll, I'll play through the end and nope, not so much. Um, it gets incredibly difficult uh, near the end. And uh, so I'm making my way through the, the final area. And uh, yeah, it's not exactly intuitive of where to go. Uh, it's kind of a maze in there and um, so I'm slowly finding my way around and then all of a sudden like I'll avoid some battles because I'm just like I ain't got time for that uh, but then some of them that I can't avoid you have to do and like some of them are a breeze or oh, I don't want to say a breeze they're all difficult but some of them are a lot easier than others depends on how many additional uh, beasts come in and and start fighting at the same time and I've died several times uh, at the end, so um, I'm I'm making my way through. But I am done with all the side quests that I need to have done in order to get to the final battle. Uh, so now it's just uh, progressing through you're that so final close. area. You're,
2: once you're once you're done with that final, I mean, yeah, then you get the final battle and all the ending, all that <laughs> ending and so
0: wow. <laughs> yeah. It was nice how, to be how... back to to the cutscenes again because like in the side quest, all it was was just dialogue screens.
2: What did you think? Uh, I know it's been a while since you actually played it, but like getting back into it and actually starting to progress the story, are you feeling it as it's building up?
0: Because it's. It is. I wish, again, I, I was. I'm still annoyed that the fact that, that I, I was not required to progress in the side quest earlier because doing all those took me out of the storyline. And, and, it, and it took me a bit to finally, like, when the, when the, the cutscene started, like, to kick off the final progression or whatever, um, final chapter or all that stuff, like, I, it took me a second to go, okay, who is that again? And why is that important? Like, because it'd been now partly that's on me. Um, because it has been a while, like <laughs> a length of time since I've actually played the main storyline. Um, but I think part of it is because I've been just side questing so long that I was like, Oh, right. That's the bad guy. I'm supposed to be after him. Oh yeah. That big thing. Okay. Okay. I'm putting it all together again. Um, but it's coming back. Too. But it's coming back. Yeah. 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 So it's, yeah, I, now I'm just like antsy and I'm like, get me to the final thing. Stop. Putting these stupid other battles in my way. I want to get to the end now.
2: <laughs> I, I can't wait to hear your conclusion and finishing it. And I really hope that when it's, when it's over, you say, hey, guess what? I got two. I'm going right into two.
0: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see.
2: Because <laughs> two doesn't have any of that kind of like roadblock in a sense. Ah, two's, okay. Two's biggest problem is as a gotcha system. Mm. But even that's much easier now than it used to be. Nice. And it's not necessary unless you want all the blades.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, Jakester says he doesn't remember anything from Torna because he has... I uh, don't have an interest to do uh, NG+. Uh, plus. Oh, okay. Right. Um, and then... Yep, looks like uh, everybody else um, kind of just carry on the conversation about Cat Quest 2. Uh, but <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's uh, quickly talk about... Um, uh animal crossing because there was an update uh over the last couple weeks and we were we uh saw in the the update uh this is wave two of of the the summer update that they've given us and so fireworks uh display pretty much every sunday night in the month of august uh and then the the thing that a lot of people are wanting we've talked about it here on the the podcast and, and that's uh dreaming you can now go and dream and connect to the internet when you dream because that's what luna says is that that's what dreams are just you know things that connect you to the internet um and then we also have a an island backup restoration service uh that's not quite what people are wanting it actually is more of a uh, just in case you Get a damaged or lost switch that Nintendo can bring that back, but this is not the the ability to actually back it up and and continue playing on another system. This is kind of a, I wouldn't even say a halfway mark, but it's it's a step in that direction. But this is this is more of a just in case you yeah you lose everything and you need to get Nintendo to recover it. Um, but yeah, fireworks display, dreaming, and the backup service. Um, what do you guys think about uh, all this coming to Nintendo or to, to Animal Crossing so far. Have you got a, get a, get a chance to to play around with this stuff uh, as you've been playing the last couple of weeks, Greg? What do you think?
1: It's definitely been very incredible. Um, my daughter was very much looking forward to it. She's like, "Oh, is the update here?" No, it's on. It's on Thursday, and then on Wednesday, it's like, "Oh, is the update here?" No, it's tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, "One more sleep," and it's like. And I told her, like, I downloaded it and everything, and then we've just it had been a blast just playing. She pretty much just wants to dream every single time that we, she loads up the game, and I'm searching Twitter for random dream codes because we have some people in the Discord not really posting their codes. So, I mean, I understand you want, like, works in progress, but, like, we'll guarantee to go back. So, like, <laughs> so I did post my initial dream code that night, and then we just updated it, I think, a few days ago. So I have to post that new into the Discord, but. Yeah, we've had a lot of fun. The dreams, seen some really creative islands and everything, and some that are not as creative just because of random codes. So it's all really nice to see and very welcome feature. So it did get us upgrade to the family plan, so my daughter's able to visit other islands, and same with the my wife Rachel. So Nintendo did squeeze a little bit more money out of us in that regard. <laughs> so nice. Because as soon as, like, oh, it had to connect to the internet, and I'm like, oh, that probably requires a Nintendo account. (laughs) Yeah, even though you can't access it. Yeah, that part kind of stunk, but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jake's your, oh, go ahead. Oh uh, well, if you want to
1: cover him, then I can just jump to the fireworks show right after that.
0: Or oh sure, yeah. He just said that uh, he needs to do more Animal Crossing, but he's just saying so busy with fate. But he he thinks they need to do a better job with the save system, uh, which I, I think we probably all uh, agree on that. Um, but yeah, fireworks.
1: Yeah, the fireworks was really cool. We. She, again like on sunday she was like oh it was a fireworks day like no not until like seven o'clock and I'm like oh there's red let's see if the raffles open no not until seven o'clock <laughs> like so we had a lot of fun just burning the day through and then as soon as the fireworks started we all got there and saw the little cute cutscene scene and the announcement and everything that, that was all really awesome and then Went over and got our glow ears. I thought it was really cool that Isabel gave each of us a different one. Hmm. So I know somebody in the Discord posted there's four of them. So we got three of the four already so We to see what they look like. So I'm assuming the next week's that we'll just get another one in the rotation that each of us doesn't have and whatnot. And then spent a lot of money on the raffle to get all 12 prizes. So And then even some extras at some point when we forgot if we had all 12 or not. <laughs> <laughs> so... Nice. I mean those were really cute, like the sparklers and everything, that's fantastic. Um, all three of us kind of agree there was kind of annoying that um th- those other ones aren't can't be really used as tools. So you can't even have like the blower like the bubble blower out while somebody else is leader. So that was kind of very interesting that the way they chose to do that. Huh. So I know you guys don't really play a lot of people local, but that's yeah. something we experienced and like normally like if you're they call it a leader, whoever's so they have like the main control the camera and the other two just kind of like our hel- helpers and then they can cycle through their tools to help you catch bugs help fish whatever but then like when you cycle through the tools it doesn't show like the bubble blower and a number of the other um hand like the uh whistle thing or whatever like the noisemaker, and it's pretty much only the sparkler that gets used and that gets cycled through the tools so we tried like favoriting it and everything and didn't seem to add it to the list to cycle through huh. and then even if you have it out and go to another player it puts it back in their pocket and they can't use it while they're not leader so huh. definitely a little nitpick by us there so yeah it was really cool we put in the custom fireworks and they just kind of rotate them in in the middle of the shit like throughout so it's really cool to see all that so i did post a Twitter that my daughter had put our McDonald's flag as one of the fireworks. So there's
0: a big giant M in the sky. <laughs> <I saw that. laughs> not a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> although McDonald's, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's cool. Um, yeah. I think, uh, For me, like, I, I agree with all that stuff. I, that's interesting to know though, Greg, like, about the, uh, about the multiplayer thing, because I, I never would have even known that. Um, I don't think I've ever played Animal Crossing, um, (laughs) local multiplayer. Uh, but, uh, but the only nitpick I have with the, the, the show, the fireworks show is I love that it, it's more detailed and graphics are better and everything this time around than the last several, uh, games with their, their, Uh, fireworks shows but i don't like like everybody gathers in front of the town hall but then like you can't see the fireworks (laughs) like that's not the best place all you animals you need to go back to the back of the island where you can actually see everything where nothing's blocking it uh so if i wanted to hang out with everybody else like i couldn't really see all the fireworks i needed to go to the back and isolated myself in the back where no one was and i could see everything so
1: yeah that was also one of our nitpicks i was surprised they couldn't make like the building like transparent for like when they're going off or something but yeah i I mean i understand they can't guarantee that everyone has a back like their island open or it's like something's not there like a building or trees so yeah they can't require characters to go to (laughs) that kind of location so
0: yeah that's true uh yeah barry what did you think about the uh the updates
2: uh yeah i I did not do um, Luna in the Dream thing, and uh, I actually, I, I will not be uploading my island to that. I want to, but a friend of mine gave me a present of a tree, and I was like, oh, it's really cool, and then I found that it was a hacked tree, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, now I can't upload, because if they see it, they will now delete my entire island and hmm. ban my Nintendo account, so I said, okay, I am now going to just not upload my island, and uh, just gonna keep it as is. Uh, or I get rid of the the tree that my friend gave me, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like, no. <laughs> so I will not be uploading and not be messing around too much with it. Um, I I know that it's kind of cool because like kind of some celebrities are uploading their islands, and you can go check them out. But you can't, as far as I'm aware, you can't do what made. The 3DS Dream Island so special, where you can see what other people had and order that the items, and you can't do that. You can just see how other people set up their islands, but that's it. You can't take anything back with you. You can't interact, and and I, I'm not a fan of that, just because you see like, oh, I love this idea. Maybe you just don't know what it's called. It's like, oh, right, you know, it's boom.
0: just the custom stuff that you can you can get. Right, that's that's basically it.
2: Yeah, I think just yeah. the custom. So. Yep. I'm not going to worry too much about it. Um, the fireworks were nice. I, I went, you know, 7 o'clock and did the sparklers and saw the fireworks and got my little hat. Um, I do f- think Nintendo needs to learn how proportions are because I don't know about you guys. Maybe I'm, I'm special in this case, but if I were to take a little bubble blower, you know, e- even in the bottle and I put it on the ground, I can walk over it. It will not impede my way. It is just on the ground. But in Animal Crossing, you take that little bubble wand, and you put it on the ground, you can't walk through it. It's like a wall. <laughs> what? How is this a wall? How could this bubble blower be a wall? Uh, that that – no. <laughs> you know, this shouldn't be. Um, like, you, you, you should just be able to walk through. It should just be like putting seeds on the ground and you can just walk over the bag of seeds. That's logical. Um, but yeah, so little nitpicks like that. Make it so you can just walk through. Yeah. Um, that, that just seems so stupid, <laughs> you know? And it, I already have a, a spacing problem with the game because, you know, I would do so much, so many more creative ideas if I could, but the spacing is weird. Like, fences... Or like half spaces. So you have that gap and you can't put anything to it. So you have this gap and you can't walk through it either. And it just, it doesn't feel right to me. Like they, you, you can put something up against the fence in real life. You should be able to do it here too. You can, you know, you can squeeze between areas. You know, there are so many positions you should be able to just walk through and you can't. And it's, I don't know, the spacing is just really weird in the game and and this doesn't help. Nor does it help with the, uh, some of the items you get. Um, but yeah that's again nitpick um, the fireworks show was great I love the fact that you can do custom um, some of the best stuff I've already seen are people proposing hmm. using the fireworks I love that I think that's so creative and so nice and special um, it's a great update um, is it enough to I mean I'll be there for the next three fireworks to get you know the, all the, the headbands but I'm not going to sit there and watch them for hours I'm just right. going to do what I do and, and move on um, it's great for kids. I think kids will appreciate it a lot more, um, for sure. But uh, it, it's always it's always nice to see them continuously updating um, and adding new things. Um, there's still a lot from older games they can add in, and I hope they do. Um, but I guess we'll just see.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think the the biggest thing for me, because I wasn't ever big a big fan of the the Dream Suite thing. What I liked best was was it in was it in New Leaf? But it was the the place that you go that had all the different houses, and you could go into their house and then see exactly how it was and order the stuff that you see. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what I want. I don't want to. I don't want to dream and go to other people's islands. That doesn't excite me at all. But I want to go to the those kind of places where where you could just like there were like rows and rows of houses. That you can just hop in and check it all out and and that was that made it so much easier to like know exactly what i want because i saw something and order it if i got the money for it order it and uh and that was that was great and i don't feel like that that seems like it'd be easier to implement this whole this other thing that they brought in um because i don't see myself i mean it's cool to visit other people's islands but i don't know like i can also do that I can just look at them on YouTube as well. Like, yeah. I want to be able to like what's the what's the benefit of me actually going there beyond walking around? That's cool and everything, but like, I want to actually order what I see um, and and have that myself. Um, Greg, there's a little news before we uh, like jump into the big news stuff that we're gonna be talking about uh, around this dream stuff. What's what's been going on uh, with with this new stuff? So,
1: as uh, Barry already alluded to. Um, if you have, like, those hacked trees, which I would, people have, like, star fragments and gold nuggets, Nook Miles tickets, and s- unnatural items growing from the trees, um, I guess Nintendo has, like, this um, tel- uh, telemetry stuff that it auto-detects it, and it will just, like, delete your dream, and then it just will send you a, a little email to be like, oh, by the way, we deleted it. You violated for, like, hacking or cheating or whatever. So from what I've seen... Um, not necessarily from the article that we have up, but another video that I watched about it, it just pretty much like the first time is just kind of a slap on the wrist. And then the second one, they can actually suspend like your like Nintendo online account. So like (laughs) the first one is just, yeah, just like, Oh, thanks for, (laughs) for using your Nintendo switch. And so, and then obviously can't, uh, not supposed to have the hack trees and they have methods to detect if you've updated it. And then you can also be reported if anyone visits it and thinks enough to report you. So I don't know how much I like that system to, like, I guess I think if a report is made, you pretty much automatically take it down while they review it to see if you've actually like violated terms of service or whatever. So I know you can always like re-upload, or I think you can even argue like if it's shouldn't have been taken down in the first
0: place, but, that's pretty much the gist of it. Wow. Wow. So, uh, Jayster says, just get rid of the tree, Barry. That's, that's what yeah. he says. So. <laughs> but he also filled us in. That is the happy home Academy, uh, which is so weird. Cause I, yeah, I don't, I don't think I ever drew that connection of like why they called the one on the, uh, cause that was the, the iPhone or the the mobile app. Wasn't it to The happy home Academy. Um, so being all connected with that, so. Um, alright, so, yeah, uh, the other thing I want to, to quickly mention, um, is that apparently there is a typo. In uh, Animal Crossing, um, it's been actually there since the very beginning. Um, it's in the uh, Nook Miles uh, stuff. So there is a there's a um, Change.org petition uh, to to get it changed. Um, it's kind of funny. The we'll we'll put the link in in our description later here on YouTube. But it's it's funny like just how like the the guy that did it like he creates this whole like makes it like this really big deal. It's tongue in cheek the whole time. The video that he makes and everything but it is funny that they they've had several updates and they still have not fixed this uh this typo so it's the word kindness but they've left out the second n so it's kind kind kindness yeah so um yeah that that exists uh but it's, um but yeah we'll uh we'll throw that in the uh in our description and in our discord later uh if you guys want to sign it uh and you know make a difference in the world <laughs> i mean are I'm we seeing sure the important issues <laughs>
1: are we sure this is like a fully thing or is it some like English translation thing
0: for like another like language oh no it's it's definitely I, I can yeah I yeah, can't say that I've seen it but yeah, yeah it's uh I think I can't remember which one it is off the top of my head but it's it's one of the nook miles and it, it definitely is not a translation issue it's it's they they forgot the letter and it's a typo yeah it's totally a typo so yep
2: yeah. <laughs> how dare they be, uh, be perfect. yeah I was
0: yeah, I was going to go look for it. So I know it's yeah. under Gulliver.
1: I think it's the Gulliver one. I think it's
0: the Gulliver one. Yep. Yeah. So, um, but it's it's kind of, yep. Uh, all right. So um, Barry, I know you caught quickly talking about it, uh, Paper Mario um, already. Anything further before we kind of hit our last game and move on to the news? Anything further you want to say about Paper Mario?
2: Uh, I mean, that's that's virtually, yeah, that's as far as I've gotten. I mean, I can't say if it's yeah. going to get better or, or worse. Uh, from here on end but, but nice. you know if I can get rid of those battles I you know it could be a game of the year a contender but with those battles it's dragging it down
0: it's really unfortunate because like this this is the first paper Mario game that I was almost I was this close to buying and then all of a sudden like I find out about the battle system and like nope not gonna do it um but uh hey blake blake is in the chat blake is uh blake if you guys have been uh around nintendo fuse for a while you know blake uh used to write for us and he did some reviews and game chats and all that stuff um hasn't been for a while around for a while but uh but he's in the chat hey blake um, let's, uh, let's quickly chat about, uh, Dodo Peak because we already had a chance to play it. We did a game chat about it. Um, so honestly, if you want to know our in-depth thoughts about Dodo Peak, um, you can go check out that game chat. It's on our YouTube channel. Um, go check that out, uh, right after the podcast but um yeah what do you guys just kind of quick thoughts uh about it um your quick synopsis if you're you know take our 25 minute game chat and slide it down to a a 30 second um synopsis what what do you think about dodo Peak, greg oh it's incredibly fun like even my daughter saw the icon on the switch like
1: oh daddy i want to watch you play this i miss you like playing it the other day, so it was kind of cool. I just got to show her to change the birds around, which is a very welcome feature, and they have different speeds that we talked about, and then just did like a few levels, and then she just had a lot of fun watching me play it. So again, it's a very great game. It's easy to just pick up and play just for a few minutes, just like that, and just to knock out a few other levels. So I did see that Barry took my world record on uh, level 19, so (laughs) I guess I have to go back and try to get that, so.
0: Nice, nice. Nice. Uh, Barry, yeah, quick thoughts about Dota Peak.
2: Um, It's a great action arcade uh, pick-up-and-play, you know, title. Um, You can play for five minutes or or five hours if you want. The leaderboards have been exploding on Twitter. Uh, A lot of people, you know, have been posting, especially between reviewers uh and i would nowhere near in the tops but i did notice in some of them like oh look there i am like 24 like cool i'm there you know um but yeah people have been like you know really competing in that regards and and i think that is a big draw uh, especially with friends um but yeah if you just like old school arcade um style gameplay you know it's it's well worth the money and very enjoyable and it's there's a lot of content there
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think the the only thing that I would add to what you guys have said is um my wife is a is a big fan of Cubert. I think I've talked about that on a previous podcast and and so I showed her the game the other day and I was like, "Okay, you got to you got to play this game that we've been playing." Um and uh and she immediately got into it. Um and you know, got to a couple levels. She's like, you know, tried it a few times and they handed the controller to me. Um but uh but yeah, it was it was fun for her to try it out and and see, you know, through through someone else's eyes and everything and and i think that's the other thing is that it's a uh it's a game for a lot of different play styles or or play like you can you'd be pretty casual but you, you know i think i think a hardcore gamer could probably get into this as well there's some challenge there and there's some meat uh there as well so i think it's it's really cool and uh yeah definitely definitely check that out um all right so let's move into the news and we're going to hit this this first thing that uh that really it's it's why we we titled the show uh what we did tonight uh that Nintendo it's time to get a real plumber um Nintendo, uh, Mario is is not cutting it anymore um you have way too many leaks uh so here's the deal uh we've talked about this before um I think back in April uh, there was an initial leak some things that happened um and and things got basically uh, some some people got access to things that they shouldn't be at nintendo um and uh they didn't necessarily go get them the you know nice easy you know polite uh legal way of just saying hey nintendo can we have your old files um because they wouldn't give them to them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so essentially an anonymous poster on 4chan, um, has been, uh, giving us, giving people access to a lot of stuff. We are not going to tell you where to find those things. Um, we are not going to give you images or videos or anything like that. Um, we're not going to put them on the screen. We're not going to show them off, um, because these were not, uh, accessed um, in legal ways, and we don't want to necessarily promote that. However, uh, we do talk about the news, and this is part of the news, and so um, there's a lot of things that <laughs> that were found uh, in this in this source code and all these files and stuff. Uh, there was a, an official DS emulator um, source files for Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, NetCard, which is a canceled uh, Game Boy Advance peripheral, uh game, uh, the BIOS for Game Boy Advance, uh, the boot ROM for the Game Boy Color, the Famicom and the NES, uh, master boot ROM and the game ROMs, uh, Super Mario RPG master ROMs and maybe their source code as well. The source code for Star Fox, Star Fox 2, Link's Awakening DX, Wild Tracks, Yoshi's Island, uh, Mario Kart, F Zero, A Link to the Past, Super Mario All-Stars, the Wii Virtual Console Game Boy Emulator. Uh, they also got access to some unknown prototype game, uh, the Mar- Super Mario Kart prototypes, the Wii Sh- Wii Shop Channel, uh, service side source code, something uh a source code for something called wallpaper password maker um and then uh, a random test program source code a lot of tape backups for for a lot of different things uh super mario world 2 prototypes and a whole lot of personal data from employees from nintendo so not the greatest leak at all from nintendo and they're basically every few days We find out more stuff as people are just diving through all this. And so I want to quickly, as fast as I can, just run through all the things that, that I've seen that people have found so far. And, and then we'll just kind of dissect it a little bit and talk about, uh, talk about this leak, uh, as as a whole. So, um, so there were early prototypes of a crawling baby Mario, uh, in Yoshi's Island. Uh, we found, they found, um, human characters in Star Fox 2. Uh, Early versions of the Yoshi sprite that looked very different. Uh, Super Donkey Kong, or sorry, a Super Donkey game with a character that looks a lot like Stanley, the Bugman from Donkey Kong 3. Uh, Super Mario 64 development dates, so when it was actually started and when it ended. Uh, Original name um, for Super Mario 64 was Ultra 64 Mario Brothers. Uh, There's also a bomb tank-like enemy that was unused that they found. Also, found Mario Kart 64 item graphics that were not used in the final game, like a feather, uh, eggs, and a 10 ton weight. There is a Super Mario World graphics uh, where Mario punches Yoshi in the head instead of pointing. Um, so probably took that out of because uh, you know animal cruelty and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> Yoshi's Island graphic uh, where we can actually see the top-down view uh, of the island. Uh, Ocarina of Time beta enemies. Uh, so what you know ones that were not found in the original ge- or the final game. Uh, Majora's Mask. Uh, we found out that was originally seven days long. Instead of uh, the three, so originally it was a bigger uh, game. Uh, there was o- over 40 minutes of unused music from Stunt Race FX. Uh, there was a Cat Villager and also Blathers in Animal Forest, uh, which is the original game for our name for Animal Crossing. Um, so Blathers wasn't in the original game, but apparently they, they had thought about putting him in there. Um, Ocarina of Time, they had an early version, uh, where the, but with the bottom of the well and the beta versions of the dungeons that we've seen the, in the screenshots for years, they actually have the, uh, that beta version. Uh, and there was also magic abilities and an unused female character. Uh, Mario Kart 64 had a brand new track or a battle arena that we've never seen before. Mario 64 had unused enemies prototypes and, uh, treasure chest. Uh, Yoshi's Island had a beta version that, Um, had a new transformation for Yoshi that was kind of like a bomb. Uh, Super Mario World had a sprite there that uh, had Bowser looking at the screen. Kind of crazy. Super Mario All-Stars also had a picture of Toad smoking. I don't know why they took that out. Uh, (laughs) There's also an unreleased sequel to Super Scope 6 called Super Scope 15. Uh, There was an SNES unreleased game called Sleep that uh, had a sleepwalking character. Uh, (laughs) There was an uh, early Super Mario World sprite of Wiggler that had a dunce cap instead and uh, a different face than he has uh, in the final version. Super Mario World sprite that had Mario with wings instead of a cape, which probably connects more to why he gets a feather uh, in that game, because maybe that's what the original plan was to give him wings uh, instead. Uh, Also the Animal Crossing or Animal Forest originally had you controlling animals in a human village instead of a human and animal village, which is interesting. Uh, Super Mario Kart uh, had an early, uh, they had images of early human racers before they decided to use the Mario characters. And uh, we also found out that Dark Link uh, was originally planned to be in Link's Awakening. So there's a lot of stuff there. Um, but uh, yeah, kind of crazy. And there's they're still diving through. People are you know, going after all these different things. But this, in my opinion, this this is cool. I think for for us to just know, but this cannot be good for Nintendo. Barry, what are all your thoughts about the, these leaks and, and what's going on here?
2: Terrible for Nintendo, great for preservationists and historians. Um, just seeing some of this stuff and the thought process, um, this stuff is fantastic. Um, the emails and the documents from Nintendo workers to each other, like that—that that stuff, no, like that—that am that not a fan of um, personal emails. You know, they're—they're they're personal for a reason. We shouldn't—we shouldn't be seeing those. Um, my biggest takeaway is this is clearly stuff from the SNES to N64 era, and uh, you know, Game Boy and Game Boy Color in there as well with a little bit of NES stuff. Um, And the one thing, the one thing that if I, if was in that list that was found would have me singing to the heavens is not there. And it fits right in that time period. Dragonhopper for the virtual boy, (laughs) the game was completed. It was shown off. It was set to launch and they pulled it and canceled it right beforehand. Somebody out there has that ROM. Somebody has it, and if they can get that out there, we can make, you know, repro carts, and people can play it. And I've wanted to play that game since I saw it in Nintendo Power back in 95, 96 era, and and it fits. And that would make me so happy to see. Unfortunately, it doesn't appear to be the case, Um, but some of the other stuff is very... Very interesting. Uh, I had a friend of mine showing me the Star Fox, uh, you know, the, the dialogue from Star Fox 64, um, but it's completely unmuddled, muddled, so it's clear, hmm. um, which is kind of interesting just to hear the entire script hmm. <laughs> clearly. Um, yeah, it's, it's fascinating stuff, for sure. Uh, wondering how many things were done as a joke and how many things were... Just in the development process, uh, I think that these some some of these things Nintendo should have just shown us. You know, they could have done like like in the the Super Mario all Stars uh, book that came with the Wii version. You know, it gave us a little bit of history. Um, some of these sprites they should have just shown. They should have been. Not the source code for the sprite, but here's a picture of the sprite. Uh, I think that would be a really cool conversation. And this stuff is old at this point; it's just development process. Um, but the actual source codes uh, for some of these games and emulation, and I mean, it's going to do great for that market. And that, you know, but it's, it's, uh, you know, going to have a lot of these games running on systems that they shouldn't have. And how many repros? How many people are going to just going to make repro carts with some of these things and sell them for like ten bucks and and just people are going to buy them thinking they're getting a deal, and it's not going to be a deal. And yeah. Yeah. So there's pros and cons of both of it. Yeah. I wish it didn't happen, though, overall.
0: For sure. Yeah. Greg, what do you think? Yeah, it was pretty
1: much along the line, a lot of the stuff that Barry was saying. It's obviously uh, atrocious for Nintendo, especially like all the personal employee information that's definitely should not be st- stuff people are trying to share. Um, pretty much everything else it's like it's kind of like nice to have and it would make interesting facts in like a book and oh this was originally planned for mario kart 64 or oh, this was what yoshi was like one of his first concept arts i mean like that stuff is really cool and could easily be very great for history and everything like that so obviously the unreleased games that's don't want to see that people just making try be able to make copies of them and those kind of things so a lot of the other stuff just seems like it's definitely could be in like a book just to show like early concepts and like how this stuff came to be and why they refined it and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm it it is pretty interesting to see. I mean, obviously we're not pushing anyone to go look at them and chase any of them down, but even some of these that you listed off, I didn't even see the initial posts on.
0: So like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. And, and some of that stuff, yeah, it's, it's just, you know, different sprites, you know, we know that the games go through, you know, several different versions before they get to the final thing that we get to play. Um, And, and that's cool. It's just, it's, I do wish that Nintendo, I mean, honestly, there's so many fans like us that would buy those books like to have you know as a as a coffee table book like give me the history of nintendo from nes to snes or something like that and tell me all the like give me pictures of all the the old sprites and the where yoshi came from and stuff like that and then just just lay it out in front of me it'd be really really cool to have that um it it is unfortunate that that it's taken you know a a breach like this (laughs) to finally see that stuff um cool that we have access to it i guess but it's unfortunate that, that it happened this way um i would have much rather, you know, it had happened, you know, by Nintendo putting out, you know, a coffee table book or something like that. Um, and, it, and it's really unfortunate. Yeah, the, the the employees information, emails and stuff like that is, has gotten gotten out there as well. That's, that's really, really unfortunate. Um, and I think, you know, we, we've said this, I think it was back in our April podcast i think you know it's time like nintendo really needs to be stepping up their game like in general online like their servers are not that great apparently their security is not that great like it's time to uh, to take some serious steps forward uh nintendo and use all that money that we're giving you for nintendo online and all those games and stuff and uh and put it to good use um because yeah, your servers and your security are horrible at this point <laughs> um this shouldn't be happening especially to the employees and i think that's really really unfortunate and, you know game assets and stuff like that that's that's one thing but but you let your employees down that's that's really unfortunate and um and i don't know if i was working in a nintendo and like my personal information got out like and emails and things like that. that that'd be really hard for me to i mean that's that's you're potentially breaking trust you know, of, of your employees at that point. And so, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. Um, let's see. Jakester, let's see. I go to chat. Um, yeah, Dave saw the, uh, the, the SNES toad smoking, um, which is kind of weird. Uh, there was another one. I didn't put it in this list, but it just, it, it, I remembered it, uh, Luigi, I guess he was like flipping off the, the camera or something like that. I'm like, went, that. what is that? Why would you ever do that? Nintendo? Um, and then, uh, Jake's said he would have loved to, uh, see the, the reverse animal crossing. That does sound really, really interesting. Um, and then he said, yeah, there's the, talked about the emails a little bit as well. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's, it's crazy. And I don't know, you know, what else we're going to see as, as people decide to, you know, keep diving into all this, but, uh, but yeah, it we're I think, I feel like we're probably going to be, you know, having this, that's a lot of information that, that is out there. We're probably going to be, you know, having it trickle out for, for months and months and possibly even years. So. I guess we'll keep providing us with uh, more stuff to talk about <laughs> I guess yeah. on, on the positive side. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. So well, let's let's turn the page just a little bit uh, and talk about Paper Mario. Page, see that I did that. I wish I intended that, but that was totally an accident. Uh, Greg, talk about this uh, Paper Mario. Apparently, uh, there's some there's some restrictions there. Uh, the producer was talking, so kind of fill us in a little bit on what's been going on with that.
1: Yeah. So right around like the release, I think shortly after release, the producer uh, Kensuke Tanabe was. Um, Interviewed and he gave details saying how his his team is no longer able to just modify Mario characters and, or to make original characters, so it's pretty much like it's like well what else can you do? So he was also mentioned that the the graphic cannot represent individual characteristics like age and gender. I mean I guess in this kind of era with all that kind of stuff going down, that kind of, that that part kind of makes sense at least. Um, they have been. <clears throat> grappling this difficult change since uh, Paper Mario Sticker Star, and I think that was right around the time where we've heard like they didn't want to like go too extreme on the storylines, and Miyamoto was just like, oh, let's just use Mario characters from now on. So that's why in the last few games we haven't in Paper Mario we haven't seen original characters, and that's also a source of a lot of the backlash, at least against Sticker Star and uh, Color Splash. Hmm. So it pretty much is full words. Like in a full quote, um, from the production of the Paper Mario Sticker Star onwards, we are no longer able to graphically represent individual characteristics such as age and gender, etc., in the toad NPCs, non playable characters. So it has become that much more important to convey their personalities simply through text. Our writer, Mr. Taro Kudo, has been grappling with this difficult challenge since Sticker Star, but has managed to achieve giving all text a sense of humor. In this installment, paper mario origami king we were able to include some toads wearing an outfit to match the role and also created original origami characters so yeah that's based around that and my main thing is why can't they just revisit previous characters they've already had a number of paper mario games they can revisit and use some of the same characters and update graphics and stuff with that they don't always have to come up with brand new characters they don't always have to just keep using Like infinite amount of toads and yoshis and everything goombas and stuff like that we've seen time and time again so that was my main thing that they can focus on at least for future installments to help make those series uh still stay original and unique the the other ones so yeah i don't know what you
0: i don't know what you guys think about that yeah i'll just quickly say because i don't have a whole lot of experience with paper mario as, as you guys know but i think it seems it seems weird to like it's almost like, hey, I know that you want more. Um, here's an excuse, and and a, an excuse that doesn't quite hold up to me um, of why why this is all like what you said, like that you could use past characters and things like that. There's enough there. Kind of seems weird. So I don't know, Barry, what do you think?
2: I think it's
0: bullcrap. <laughs>
2: I think either what he's saying is just PR for. We don't want to be as creative or he is telling the truth, which is even bigger bullcrap. because why would Nintendo limit the creativity on their flagship property? Now I'd understand if Ubisoft was making a Mario game. Okay. They want to, they want to have more creative control and, you know, but you look, look at like Capcom doing the Zelda games and rare and, Bandai Namco doing the, uh, the Star Fox and stuff like that. Like, there are, you know, companies making Nintendo games with Nintendo IP with creative control to create brand new characters. And these characters are now part of that franchise's mythos. You know, Crystal is still there in Star Fox, created by Rare. And, you know, you have characters like Din. Uh, you know, from, from Oracle Seasons who can come back at any time. And you have items, like the Rock Keep, which came back, um, that was created in, in Seasons. Um, so you have you in the Minish, you know, all that. Like, e- everything... Vadi was a character created by Capcom for Four Swords. And then used again when they, you know, did Minish Cap. And then Nintendo wound up using them afterwards. So... Let them create characters as a first party studio or maybe their second party, but it's still under Nintendo control. Let them have fun. You get the final say in the end. So if they make a character, you say, you know, we don't like this. Let them do something else. But come on. That's and like I said, the writing is great. They did a great job with the restrictions they were given. Um, and they do like a lot of the toads of different outfits and stuff, which, which I like. Make, give them some individuality but still let them do what they want let them have fun <laughs> with it I mean it's bad enough you took ex- out experience yeah. points in a role playing game it's <laughs> you know like it's just how much more of a show do you want this series to be like it doesn't make sense anymore
0: yeah yeah for sure um, but apparently there's also a glitch Bear, uh, Greg, what, what's what's this all about? Yeah, so um, pretty much there was a game-breaking glitch
1: discovered um, in the game, and Nintendo, I guess, has at least addressed it, and they've already are starting to promise a fix, a patch for it. But obviously, it's not available yet. So pretty much, if you encounter the glitch, then it pretty much game it, you get locked out from playing the rest of the game. So it's pretty much um, when you're at the Shangri Spa um if you access after battling the first four of the streamers you'll be given a vip ticket to access the spring of rainbows at the entrance a character will permit entry and takes a ticket and so it's removed from your inventory so then if you just leave the area and go to another area to explore um you won't be able to return so pretty much you won't get that permit back you can't go and complete that quest and you can't complete that area ever so huh. um yeah <laughs> i've also heard of some like smaller glitches like involving the toads like if there's some stuff that's like triggered or something then like you can't uh, get the 100 percent completion on the toads so you gotta just be really careful if you're gonna be triggering stuff and not completing it or like trying to exit in the middle huh. of doing that so I'm pretty sure they would resolve both of those kinds of glitches in the same patch. So I know Nintendo aware of it and obviously they don't like those game breaking stuff, like they've had a fixed skyward sword and stuff back in the day too. So okay. it is what it is. Don't destroy your save file and <laughs> be very cautious on what stuff you start and don't try to exit out of the area.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really unfortunate. And I wonder, you know, some of these things, you know, it's, they just happen. I you know that you can't make a perfect game, make it something is within a slide through um, like that. I mean, it happens all the time, but, uh, but it does kind of make me wonder like what did things like that slide through because of our current situation, you know, or, or was that something that pot that could have happened anyway? I don't know. What do you think, Barry?
2: Um, I'm, I could absolutely agree with you on, on COVID being a reason uh, there. They obviously have been started developing this long before that, but it finished during this, and that's usually when the playtesting happens. And you know, clearly something got lost, or any of the, none of the testers decided to um, to try that, to try and and use the ticket and and leave. But uh, you know, stuff happens at this point, At any point. You know, there's there's glitches in old NES games, there's glitches in Super Nintendo games, there's. Always going to be glitches, you know, it's like writing. When you write a book and you say, boom, I'm done. (laughs) No, you're not. You're finished with the first draft. A book is never perfect. You could always go back and edit and change, and and sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse, but still, um, games are the same way, you know?
0: yep. Yep. I my, my wife is writing a book or actually she's written one and th- that's the same thing. She, she can always go back and edit more and change things. And yeah, I'm, I'm sure that some of that, but it is interesting that this happened, uh, you know, potentially, I wonder if it was because of COVID stuff, but I'm glad they're fixing it. Um, I won't be playing the game, so it doesn't really bother me or not, but it is, it is nice that they're, they've acknowledged and that they're there fixing it uh, for sure. I mean, I do test as like my full-time job and
1: I know that it's really impossible to cover everything especially in games i mean you're instructed to only do kind of more at least does the happy path stuff work so it's like oh i have the ticket i stay in the area everything works as normal i mean that's kind of going beyond the thing i mean i know paper mario hasn't done like this open world setting in a little while now so obviously maybe that wasn't on the tester's minds to like mm-hmm. think like oh maybe i should try backtracking a little bit and then that can how can that stuff can get missed and yeah obviously deadlines are always key, and like, oh, this game has to ship has to be done fully tested, and there's usually not enough time to get it fully tested as sure. someone that's working in that kind of field, so
0: yeah, um yeah, and I think you know that that always confused me like well, i guess not confused me, but anytime like people find glitches like this or like codes or like sp- like game breaking things or even in like you know, operating systems and stuff, they find different things. And then you look at like what it takes to cause that you're like, how in the world did you even figure that out? No one in their right mind would hit that button at that time after doing that thing and hold your hand in the air and your leg this way. And, you know, just at the right place. Like, how did you even figure that out? So there, no wonder play testers and, and testers, you know, don't find that kind of thing. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so Barry, you've, since you've played this game, does it, what, what the, what causes this glitch? Is that a normal thing that people would do? Or is that kind of a crazy thing that only certain people would find?
2: I mean, I'm, I haven't gotten to that stage yet. Uh, I'm working on the second streamer now, but uh, there's absolutely, you know, because it is open world and there is a lot, every, every section, there are four checklists to do. And that's, that's really why, like if you like Mario Odyssey, for example, If you enjoy going to an open world and finding the moons and figuring things out and exploring, you will love 90% of this game because that's really what the worlds are. They're an open world levels with a ton of little puzzles. You got to find toads. You got to find hidden question mark blocks. You got to find collectibles and you got to find little holes. uh, They have to fill in with confetti and uh, they're all over. And And it gives you a percentage and it lets you, you know, have fun and you can go at your own pace. So it's, you're always looking and everybody's going to tackle these challenges in in, in any number of ways. And it's just like finding moons, you know, the first or second moon that I got might've been your last moon, you know? Um, So in this case, it just sounds, it sounds like an easy thing to do. Like, Mm. I'm just going to turn around and leave. (laughs) Um, I mean, especially when the game presents you with a bunch of different options, which, which one you tackle first, it's really up to you. Um, knowing this it's like oh yeah i'm definitely going to hold on to that i'm I'm not going to leave at that point who knows maybe it'll be patched by the time i get there but uh yeah it's it's very doable i mean uh, the the game there's a lot of stress already in the game like i said with the time and people already make mistakes uh you make mistakes in battle i've made mistakes in battle so many times uh and i'm sure other people do and sometimes you just get frustrated or sometimes you might just remember oh i should i need to go back like, it even has, like, a marker, like, on the top right. It's like, oh, there's a new item in the battle, uh, you know, lab. Go hmm. check it out. It's going to help you. Um, and you go, Oh, well, i got to go back. But the game doesn't have, like, a, a true fast travel in the sense of, like, bringing up a menu. I'm going to go right here. You have to find, like, certain pipes to bring you to, like, a warp zone. Um, so backtracking is kind of a pain. But if you have to think about it, like, oh, while I'm here, let me go do this. Um, sure, it could lead to other stuff, I'm sure, you know, if it's not play tested.
0: Yeah
1: yeah i mean it does this kind of magnitude certainly seems like that should have been covered because if you're just simply leaving the area then like that should be a common thing that somebody would want to try to do i mean if it's like oh you have to go over here jump five times and go do this and leave the area then no i mean the average player is not going to do that but if it's just simply just backing out of the area i mean you have to at least assume that there's going to be players doing that
0: yeah yeah i think that's why like why I ask, but also why I kind of, I think, that I wonder if this has any connection to, to the current season that we're in because of because of that, because it seems like something that is pretty simple that shouldn't have, have gotten past the playtesters. But, but yeah. glad they're fixing it. Uh, Greg, I'm going to let you inform us about this uh, Fire Emblem Heroes uh, update, because as everybody knows, I am not a big fan of the Fae Bird thing. So um, yeah, you can let us know what's going on, because... Uh, you uh you know uh, all all involved with Fire Emblem Heroes i i stay away mostly because of faye <laughs> um well actually the voice actress was replaced earlier this year <gasps> so, like it was
1: like before like covid and all that stuff so like one of the first faye channels this year they started with like the new actress cuz so i think she like left to do something else or whatever or something so, so you can resume watching she's not as uh have that high pitchy like a voice thing it's much more like calmer and like she actually talks like at a normal speed and it's not like super slow and like voids some of those obnoxious sounds like the flat <laughs> flat flap and like nice all right so diving into it they had like a surprise fate channel um, on August 1st just a few days ago it revealed the uh, Pirates Pride special heroes there's um um four different heroes that are going to be in a banner going to be launching in a few days and also a free one that we get from the Tempest Trials event. So those heroes are uh, Tabarn, um, Brigrid and Geese, and Daros, and a harmonized version of the villain um, Veronica with Xander. So for Barry that doesn't play, they've had duo heroes, and they got special like a dual button that makes like their, them be stronger, or, like move an extra space, or allows other sorts of gimmicks that for that unique to that uh, dual hero. So harmonized. Uh, Veronica with Xander is the newest one for this. So they also talked about the version update that's going to be just a few days away. Um, they're finally going to be utilizing the dead space. So if you have like a, a, one of the larger, more recent phones, there's they have like the very top and the bottom of your screen is just kind of blank, and they're finally going to be adding useful stuff there, like oh you're on what turn number you're on, or if you have any special items to use, then they can be displayed there. So nice quality of life update there. Um, for the resident battles, that's a somewhat recent edition mode. There's going to be a filter that will show the heroes that are bonus heroes. When you play that mode, that's also a very nice quality of update to show which ones score better. There'll be five new arena maps. This has been a long way to change. They've haven't had any changes to the map since the first year of the game. So it <laughs> be really nice to finally have some new maps to play on. And then the most, uh, popular topic of the Fae Channel is they removed like, 28 of the exclusive 5-star heroes from the summoning pool. Pretty much so it allows you to have less chance of getting less desirable heroes. So I wasn't going to name them all off the list because that's kind of a lot. So they to replace that they did add like, a weekly revival banner where they have three of those heroes on that and then just each week you'll, there'll be a new banner at a 4% rate instead of the 3% rate to get those Um, heroes if you really wanted them and then finally they're doing the a summer celebration for their uh third and a half year anniversary so then they have like special bonus maps to get orbs that are really easy login bonuses and summon tickets to get extra summons and all sorts of stuff and even some quests to get even more uh, currencies that are within the game and then very finally just launched uh a few days ago but there was like a new hero fest and that's they have um four special heroes on there there's a mythic uh sothis along with a, a duo ephraim and leon and uh let's see then there's bernadette from three houses and let's see what's the last one yeah i'm just spacing out but it's pretty much gives a five percent rate to get those um, very strong heroes as opposed to the three percent rate And so then you're very much encouraged to summon on those and that banner also is going to be around for newer players. So as soon as you start the game, that banner will be around and doesn't matter when you start it, you'll always have access to it to get to build up a, a new account pretty strongly. So that pretty much covers that.
0: Wow. Wow. That's, that's a lot. (laughs) it's <laughs> like as you're going through that and everything is i i haven't you know really watched the uh the the Fae updates in a long time partly because of the the voice but partly because i don't play the game so it doesn't really matter to me as much um but that's a lot for a mobile game um like I, yeah are you are you excited about these these updates greg
1: yeah, I mean, having the summoning pool cleansed in a way is going to be nicer. It'll be a lot easier to get the newest heroes that they keep adding every couple weeks. So that that's definitely very welcomed. And as I said, the arena mode hasn't been updated for new maps since the first year. So it's very nice to have some new challenges there. I mean, the celebration stuff, it's nice to have more currencies and more like summoning orbs and all the other stuff to build up other uh, things like the sacred seals and... Other uh, getting combat manuals and stuff. So that's all really great stuff to have. And nice. Just keep me playing. Oh, And one final note they did say they were going to have another Fate Channel in mid August for the Choose Your Legends uh, Round 4 edition. So huh. the players had voted, and it's going to be all 100% uh, Three Houses representation with uh, Edelgard, Claude, and um, Dimitri all placing in the top. like.
0: <laughs> um, three spots. So, Shakespeare <laughs> says this is nice for people who play this, and I don't. Um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> Barry, are updates like this, is that enough to get you back into the game? Nah, no,
2: It's just not enough time. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things where games like this take a commitment, and as cool as, like, the stuff is now, you know, a year from now, you'd be like, oh, Wow. I can't believe I was excited for that character. That character is terrible now. You know, like <laughs> that's just the nature of the beast. I mean, Dragalia does it too, um, and, and it's it's true with with a lot of that stuff. You know, it's just you just you know you, whatever you want to get out of it, you can get out of it. And for those that casually play, there's stuff there, and for those that hardcore play, there's stuff there, and and that's just it. You just you want to appease both, you know, and and Dragalia. You know that they do they do monthly updates every month the first of the month. They just give an update. Here's what's coming on. Here's what we're doing. Um, I like that. I like being informed and I like that that these Fade Channel updates are happening. In fact, Nintendo should take notice how they can inform (laughs) their players and their user base on upcoming things (laughs) instead of staying silent.
0: No, that's just crazy. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's crazy talk. What's that? Just I know communication. What's that? If only if you had a way to like directly share some knowledge
2: with your <laughs> I No, hmm. and if only there was uh, uh, something that? I don't know, some some kind of network that connected people all across yeah. the world, so so you can just convey that message to everybody at once. Some kind of interconnected network. We can call it the internet.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, you guys are, you're way overqualified (laughs) for this podcast, I'll tell you that. Like, man... (laughs) <laughs> uh jaykster says that he before he got into fate fire emblem was probably going to be his first gotcha game but a friend of his uh play <laughs> that plays told him he shouldn't so he stayed away from it um that's really funny uh it wasn't it wasn't me was it Jakester? <laughs> like, stay away from it <laughs> yeah, i believe that's still on steve's backlog to try it out i remember him saying he was going to download it and get shot I, back I did download it, in it 2017 and then I deleted it. Uh, so I think I, I may think, f- have fired it up, and that's about it. Um, I think Steve would have more fun with Regalia. <laughs> um, yeah, Fire Emblem has never been. A th- I mean, it's cool for people that that really do enjoy that that style of game. Has never been something I've I've been drawn to at all. Um, but one thing that I am drawn to are amusement parks. And I am a huge fan of amusement parks. It's been a long time since I've been to amusement park and I was really hoping and I was getting excited about this uh, Super Nintendo world happening in Japan and it was really cool and we've seen updates over and over and over again and you know I was like oh I can't wait until they start building it in America. And we have some unfortunate news for you guys. You may have seen already that uh, Universal Studios in Orlando, uh, which was supposed to be the home of Super Nintendo World, has now been delayed indefinitely uh, because it was going to be the part of the Epic Universe uh, new theme park that they were going to put in uh, in Orlando. And uh, partly because of a lot of the the COVID stuff, they've been losing money. And, uh, it's just really hard for them to, uh, to start this sort of a thing, uh, during all of this. And so, yeah, it was initially planned to open in 2021 or 2022, so not that, uh, far away, but, uh, now it, uh, the entire park has been pushed back indefinitely. Um yeah hi this is this is sad for for us um it's it we're gonna just have to go to japan eventually um that's just what's gonna have to happen so uh podcast road trip or plane trip to japan whenever we can do it safely uh can't just go to orlando anymore um but yeah any any thoughts from you guys like about about this on uh, beyond just our our sadness and uh and it's the really unfortunate about this really unfortunate news uh greg any thoughts
1: yeah, at least for me, it definitely feels much sadder because we frequent Disney World, and that's the one in Orlando. So I was hoping to, like, oh, oh we can go, to, go see Universal and see uh, Super Nintendo World. But now that that's kind of, like, don't know if they're going to resume that or what their plans are there. That's very concerning, and obviously Universal's not going to be able to get our money. I mean, we don't really normally go over their parks, but this would – been a huge exception to actually go back there so that kind of sucks for us so i mean we might have to go to see it in california or maybe i don't know hopefully someday i'll get to go to japan i don't know i really hope so but i don't know
0: yeah yeah barry what what do you think about this
2: i mean i'm saddened uh like i think everybody else is um was it expected yeah uh, I think a lot of people see the word indefinitely and they think canceled. And that's not what it means. Um, the plan is still for this to come out and for them to do this. And I do think they will do it. It's just a matter of when. And a lot of a lot of companies are hurting at this point. I mean, it's case in point. The, 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 this whole pandemic is hurting so many companies. And what it's actually showing me is how many companies were... Nowhere near as financially stable as I thought they would be like how many or just now, you know Filing for bankruptcy lord and taylor new york and company like like these are bigger companies you would never expect and suddenly You know a couple months into this thing and they're filing for bankruptcy how, That means they were never in good shape to begin with if just a couple months knocks them out I mean, you know people talk about like Nintendo like oh, you know how are they going to do? And you know during the Wii U era, they, they should just fold. And it's like, well, they got like six billion in the bank. They could do a, they could survive a couple failures. These are big, bigger companies than Nintendo, and and where's where their money in reserve? And I know they have to you know pay out to employees, and the, it's a whole different business. But to not be like three months in and you're just like throwing in the towel, that's huge. Three months, uh, you know it's just wow. So to see something like this, it's expected. Just got to cross our fingers and hope that things will resume sooner versus later. And that all depends on vaccine, herd immunity, whatever to, to get us over this thing. And, you know, looking at history, it's going to take a year or so. And, and then it'll bounce back and it'll just be a distant memory. It'll be like, Hey, I remember back then we'll be telling our kids, Hey, I remember that. Um, And that's just it it's it's terribly unfortunate it's sad news but it's expected news and it's not canceled now if they said it was downright canceled and the whole park was gone then shed those tears but indefinite delay does not mean canceled it means they just don't have a time they don't want to set a time just to possibly delay it again if they say indefinitely it's off the table until they're ready to talk about it and they trust me they spent a lot of money designing this epic park. The, this park wasn't just like in, in the minds of the creators. It, it, the blueprints are already out for this park. They mm-hmm. have them because they can't construct without the blueprints. So they have the land. They already most likely acquired the land. So they're probably sitting on it. They have all the blueprints. They have all their designs ready to go. They're not going to let this go to waste. They're going to do something with it. They have to. Otherwise, they just wasted a lot of money.
0: <laughs> sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. All I know is that, uh, you know, if it keeps on being pushed back, um, that would be my retirement trip. You know, (laughs) eventually Super Nintendo World will be a thing, and I'll go there for my retirement trip. (laughs) Certainly hope it's long before that. I I might be the oldest person there, but I'm going to enjoy it. Oh, man. This ride goes
2: too fast. It made me sick.
0: I don't care.
2: The uh, red turtle shell. I'm gonna kick his <laughs> ass.
0: And that happens already online. So it's pretty much my my uh, how I get upset with people when I play like COD online. i would be the same way when I play Mario Kart online. Upset with the little kids that kicking my butt. Um, all right. So uh, Barry, let, let's wrap up these uh, this uh, news section with a little rumor um, that uh, you know. It's almost like a broken record at this point. Um, there might be something coming up for Nintendo. Fill us in. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, so uh, VentureBeats' Jeff Grubb um, has been pretty spot on lately with a lot of the stuff he's doing. He uh, tweeted out that there uh, will be a Nintendo presentation, or at least suggests that there will be a Nintendo presentation of some kind, and it will come between August 11th and the 22nd. Um, Beforehand, he predicted the March Nintendo Direct, and he also talked about Apex Legends getting a Switch port before the EA Live 2020 happened. So he has a track record of being correct, and I hope he's correct in this. I think after last month's, Direct Mini, the eight minute Direct Mini, um, a lot of people want more and and I don't blame them. I want more too. So I hope this is true. And I hope August 11th to the 22nd, sometime between then, we get a presentation. I hope it's a Nintendo Direct. Now, he doesn't say it's a Nintendo Direct. It could be an Indies Direct or an Indie World or something like that. Um, Or it could be another Nintendo Direct partner Direct. Um, mini. We, we have no idea. So set your expectations in check. It's just some form of Nintendo presentation. The high hope is it's a full-blown Nintendo Direct. Um, I think we need one because we don't know what's coming next. Um, Paper Mario is out. We know kids of Hyrule is getting a physical later this year, but that game came out last year. We know new Pokemon Snap is coming, but we don't know when. Um, that's not enough for August to December. The entire holiday season resting on new Pokemon Snap and a physical cadence of Hyrule. It's not enough. Um, So we need something big. And I think that's why so many people right now are jonesing for something big and disappointed if it's not. But that being said... Keep your expectations in check. I don't want to hear, "Oh my God, you it, it, you thought this was going to be a Nintendo Direct like with everything I ever wanted," and instead it's a an indie world. Why'd you tell me it was? In it? No, I am not. It's, that never happens. It, it,
0: it never happens.
2: <laughs> um, it's just a Nintendo presentation. That's all it said. No specific time. However, we could see something as early as next week, which is exciting. Let's hope so. Uh, what about you guys? What do you think?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's unfortunate, but that 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 sort of thing happens. Number one, because you know, like if if it's something simple and small again, it's going to get a ton of downvotes and people are going to hate it, and, and then it becomes a meme. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I I wish I hope that it really is something bigger, but I have a feeling that it's probably just the next uh, partner update. Um, I think they, they've, they've seemed to have said it in the last one, that this is going to be a regular occurrence, that they're going to have these and Hey, a month goes by, let's, let's release another one. Um, so that's, that's what, that's where my expectation level is. It's something that, or something like it at that level. I don't know. What do you think, Greg?
1: Yeah, unfortunately that's probably the case. <laughs> so it's going to be like, Oh, here's another partner. Here's what, uh, EA is bringing to the switch. Oh, here's FIFA, uh, 26, I mean, like, I don't
0: know. <laughs> so, <laughs> not I mean, the real FIFA I, I mean,
1: yeah, there's, like, <laughs> obviously everyone wants Breath of the Wild 2 and updates on, like, Bravely Default 2 and those kind of things. But, I mean, as Barry said, you just have to keep your expectations in check. It doesn't necessarily mean that those can be shown, and it doesn't mean you get the right to complain when those things are not shown, because you should attack those very descriptive about what stuff they say like normally they in previous ones like over a year ago it'd be like oh featuring upcoming 3ds games so it's like no Wii U is not covered or no Switch not covered whatever so it's like gotta keep your expectations in check based on what small little blurb they write about it so if it's just like upcoming titles on Switch then anything is pretty much fair game. If it's going to be like, oh, another indie focused showcase by like whatever Ubisoft, then you obviously know it's not going to be Breath of the Wild 2. So don't have to
0: make a big uh, stink about it when that's not the case. <laughs> and we'll probably get worried about it in five hours before it begins. Uh, <laughs> if history has proven anything. Uh, Jake's just saying he's hoping for No More Heroes 3 uh, information. And I think that's that that might happen. I mean, we also, there's, there was a recent leak or a potential leak about No More Heroes uh, being remade for Switch. And so I think, um, yeah, we may, we may have some No More Heroes, you know, Studio 51 might be, make another uh, appearance and, you know, block the screen or something, um, do something crazy. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I don't think that's too far fetched. I don't know.
2: I, I like how uh, you know so many people equate this to Nintendo fans. Like we get our expectations so high. Nintendo says like this Nintendo Direct is only gonna be on three DS games, and then people are like, Well, why no Wii U games showing off? Well, 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 they said that. And I think it's funny because uh, Sony is doing a state of play this this week and and they pretty much stated that it's focused on PS4, PSVR, and some third party and indie stuff for ps5 however no big ps5 announcements because everyone's like what's the price what's the release date we want to know we want to know and they flat out had to state no big ps5 announcements which means you know there's going to be people oh what the heck they didn't say the release date and the release price and blah 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 and it's sad that we actually have to put these things there now (laughs) it's like if you buy milk it says contains milk (laughs) like no duh it contains milk um that's almost what what the gaming industry is dubbed down to just to put people's expectations in check and even that doesn't work no. it's like then you take that milk and you drink and goes what the heck i thought this was water no it says milk did you not read uh, it's it's so sad that we have to do this
0: yeah, that's true
1: I mean, I'd almost like to think that it might be a more of a normal director. We might get news on the next like Smash Brothers character, like the minimum. But I mean, I guess you never really know. I mean, I know Min Min was pushed back like easily like three months, but I
0: would like to think that they're kind of on track for the next one, I guess. But I don't know. It's true. We got like five characters we don't even know about yet. So yeah, yeah. five. yeah, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's yeah. And I think, I think the, the COVID stuff's only, you know, elevated all of that because we have nothing else (laughs) that we're holding on to. So we're like, we want more information. I don't care if you'd have it or not. We want it all, give it to us all. And we have high expectations, even though we shouldn't, we want it all.
2: Well, one thing I think a lot of people are forgetting about, and that is all the games coming out since COVID, you know, all the games in March in April, May, June, July, now, August, etc. All of these have been in development for a good number of years. So these already had a lot of time in the oven before COVID where people were working next to each other. But we're coming to a point now... Barry, I see where you're going and I want you to stop. (laughs) We're going to hit that end of Hmm. these games that started development beforehand and all newer games are starting development afterwards and how much longer are they going to take given these new work scenarios and situations that we have to, you know, they have to overcome, really. Um, and how much longer, you know, a game that took two years in an office is going to take two and a half to three years working at home? Or will it actually go faster because people are able to get the job done and they could actually get it done in less time? We don't know. It could go both ways. And it obviously will vary depending on the developer and how their work, their home environment is in order, you know, work there are kids pulling on their ears, you know, every second, probably going to take them longer to do that same task. But if they're, you know, have a, uh, an office that they could close the door and just work without being disrupted, it might take a shorter amount of time because there won't be disrupted by the coworker coming by saying, hey, did you see the latest, you know, episode of this TV show? <laughs> so we don't know. But that's something to factor in here so if nintendo is already this slow giving us news for titles that were already in development before covid imagine how slow they're gonna be <laughs> post covid development
0: oh the next few years aren't gonna be good I'll be waiting yeah. on games waiting yeah. on amusement parks man it's a good yeah. thing i've got a lot of big backlog of old games that i can play while i wait yeah. <laughs> i guess we got the modern area of the wii u
1: drought <laughs>
2: Yeah, but the of. Wii U drought was just because the Wii U sucked, <laughs> like in the grand scheme of things. This is something it's, completely it's different. because COVID sucks. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> if we just need the virtual reality thing so we can just go in there and enjoy the amusement parks and maybe, you know, I don't know. You then that could probably help. Other- exactly. I The more and more this goes on, the more and more <laughs> I see ourselves going in that direction. Between hunger games and ready player one that's what i feel like our world is going <laughs> uh but let's talk not talk about the uh the negative stuff anymore <laughs> let's let's turn this to you guys the fans the the people that keep coming back uh, our listeners our viewers thank you guys so much Uh, for keeping uh, us going and and everything and before we before we turn to what's coming up up over the next couple weeks uh, I just want to remind you guys to subscribe share it with friends and uh, hit the bell on YouTube like it if you if you like what we do hit the like button as well Um, and and make sure that you connect with us on social media and Discord because um, we absolutely love our community and that's the, the one of the best ways for us to really connect with you. It's it's cool to do it for, you know, a couple hours every other week um, on the podcast and in the chat room. Um, but we really love connecting with you guys. It's on social media and our Discord. So make sure that you uh, follow us and, and join our Discord. That'd be great. Um, but uh, yeah, go ahead, Barry.
2: You forgot, you forgot one thing Yeah, we'll talk about briefly. Yeah, something happening next week.
0: Wait, what's what's something going on? I don't, I don't know what that could be. Wait, oh my gosh, I'm going to my first play NYC. That's what's happening. Yes, <laughs> yes,
2: only because Fine. it's online. <laughs>
0: Uh so yeah, Barry, tell us about Play NYC. We did have an industry talk uh recently uh go live as well. So if you want to know more a lot more about it, uh you can check that out on our YouTube channel. But uh yeah, tell us a little bit more about Play NYC and uh and why people should sign up.
2: Yeah, so play NYC is happening uh for the fourth year. It's happening for the first time It's gonna be a week long thing. It's starting this upcoming Monday, the uh the 10th, running till Saturday or the 16th um oh sunday 16th it's going to be the full week it's full seven days um it is a video game convention that focuses mainly on the development houses that are located in new york city but because it's online now a lot of outside studios are are uh, presenting and, and putting out their games for the show um there's going to be talks there's going to be panels there's going to be presentations there's going to be demos there's going to be you know Developers showing off and talking about their games is going to be a lot of ways to connect with other developers and and gamers um, and just really get yourself out there and and broaden uh, what you see and what you can play. Um, And because it's online right now, um, right now you can actually click and reserve your ticket. Um, If you do that, that just means you're going to start getting um, emails uh, sooner of all the new things that are going on. but you don't actually technically have to. You can still show up anytime, but but I do recommend you reserve your ticket to start getting those information um, because they they've they've been announcing a ton of stuff right now. Um, just uh, different talks that will be happening, uh, different games showing off. Like Fall Guys is going to be showing off uh, Boomerang X, uh, Hover. It looks like Blacksmith Bay. They're doing different keynote speakers with uh, from Patrick. Uh, Alvarez from Avalanche and Anya Combs from Kickstarter and Sarah from Rockstar Games. You know, like these are just some of the different panels. There's going to be one with Warren Spector um, that's going to be happening, a conversation with Warren Spector. You know, like these are, these are really cool things that normally you don't get to see. They're bringing them right to the digital stage. So you can go ahead and you can, uh, play, you can experience, you can see what they have, and it's all free. That's the kicker. You know, normally to go to the the convention, you had to pay. Normally every year, they're gracious enough to give us tickets to give away. Um, this year, we don't have tickets to give away because it's free. <laughs> so, you know, they've been supporters of our podcast and our site uh, since their inception, and we've been supporters of them since their inception. Um, and they're they're fantastic. Um, they're they're doing some cool things like the graffiti games um which are highlighting uh developers of color and some of the stuff they're doing and rockstar is supporting that and and it's it's really neat to to see what they're able to pull off and and some of the stuff from going there has has been bizarre uh in a cool way like last year or two years ago there was a uh, a game where you were using DDR pads and you were playing Mario one and you were racing against each other, like really quirky things. Um, now there there's new types of challenges cause it's all online. Um, so it's definitely something that if you were interested in, or you've heard us give away before, but you can never come because you can't get to the New York Metro area. This is your time to go. This is your time to check it out and see what it's like. You know, we didn't get an E3 this year. We are not getting a lot of conventions this year. So absolutely. Take advantage, you know, because if this works, maybe they'll keep going this or at least allow them to survive. Um, you know, conventions bring in money. And when conventions can't bring in money, then it, it obviously they hurt and I, they're not bringing in money. This is still free. This is just a labor of love at this point. They're not taking in a dime. So you're not even paying any virtual money. So do yourself a favor. You don't have to obviously do every day's event, but check it out i mean you have nothing to lose but a little time check it out you know maybe you'll find something neat maybe there'll be a talk you want to see but why not <laughs>
0: yeah yeah absolutely for sure you guys checking out greg
1: <laughs> probably i don't know <laughs> Should. Should.
0: might as well might as well for sure yeah i love that it's uh it's longer than it usually is yeah. right because of it being online Saturdays yeah so I feel like there's, there's actually so much more. I mean, I've never been in person, but I feel like there's, they pack so much into it so that they have to expand it to a whole week is, uh, is pretty impressive.
2: Well, that's because before, when you're dealing with an in-person convention, you're limited to who can make it. And while they do have developers come in from out of town, they've got a ton of them, the uh, East Coast developers, some from even California, um, it's a lot harder to just up and you know travel just for a convention for two days But here, developers are just, hey, yeah, sure, why not? And with all the other conventions closed or or canceled this year, developers are starving. You know, we talked about how E3 is so big for indies because they get on the floor and people see their game and the media sees their game when they would normally be overlooked. Well, this is perfect for them. They're flocking to this because, hey, this is a place for them to get seen and, and. They can tell their friends and they can say, hey, check it out. Check it out. It's free. Mm -hmm. I mean, even E3, you want to go to E3? You're going to pay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. And uh, one of the games we we talked about earlier, we did a game chat on. Industry talk is coming up very soon. Uh, Those guys met. Uh, with with playcrafting which puts on play NYc um, the guys behind dodo peak uh, which is really cool to, to see all that connection and you know play uh, playcrafting does some awesome stuff with those those indie developers and uh and yeah so especially you know just another plug if you're interested in learning about games or connecting with others want to make games uh, want to be involved in that minute in that industry um, make sure that you do check out uh, their website playcrafting i think it's just is it playcrafting.com
1: play yeah. yeah
0: and uh and check out play with my see for sure um we will be there um i don't know if there's a is there a way for us to like see our fan like the nintendo fuse people like we're online is there a way to like connect online do you know barry or that, we'll just be no, there I'm and there. okay maybe we, we can always head to our discord I, so we, we think, will start up a I separate channel or individual...
2: something game is going to have like its own chat like like they'll be streaming something maybe on twitch and you just use the twitch chat that's how you can ask and talk to the developers gotcha. um maybe they'll use something else i'm not sure but in a case like this discord would be the best like hey you know I'm i'm, I'm checking this game out have you seen that no oh yeah we'll go check it out now
0: yeah cool so- Cool. So yeah, we'll do something in our Discord. So yeah, if you're, if you're heading to play myc uh, online this year, make sure you let us know and we'll, uh, we'll chat about it and, you know, throw your, your thoughts about all the different games. And yeah, in our next podcast, we'll be kind of doing a little bit of a recap and sharing what we, what we saw and, and stuff like that. It'd be really cool. Um, but speaking of our next podcast, uh, there's a few games coming out before that next podcast on what is it? August uh, 18th. August eighteenth. So a few a few games coming out before then. Um, not a whole lot, but you know they they exist. Uh, and uh yeah as, as you see we're scrolling through them on the screen right now from nintendo's website um not a whole lot of really really big ones uh instant sports summer games um i know greg's a big fan of that one uh and then um you know city bus driving simulator you know stuff like that is, is really important is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon you know that's that's a that's a really interesting and important question, and uh, possibly a, an interesting game as well. Um, and um, yeah, there's not really a whole lot coming out over the next couple of weeks. Uh, Caller uh, uh, X Manus uh, or Caller Cross Manus or Malice uh, Unlimited is coming out. Um, Oh, but Barry's favorite, My Universe, My Baby, is coming out uh, the same day as our next podcast. So I know he's. we're going to have to pull him away from that one um, just to that's make totally. sure that we can actually record this episode. Uh, but uh, yeah, Greg, any, anything from that list or anything else that you're looking forward to playing over the next couple of weeks? Well, definitely that's in Seminole.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I was looking at uh, escape from tethys and that actually does sound kind of interesting it seems like the metroidvania type of game where you have to escape the planet from like a droid kind of thing so that seems like it could be up my alley so i might be checking that out or looking more into that
0: one but other than that it's pretty much like you said it's pretty bare bones this time around mm-hmm. for sure yeah very uh, anything anything uh Scratch any itches you got, or are you gonna be going back to the backlog and continuing with uh, Mario Kart and Animal Crossing?
2: Uh, well, Scully actually just came in today. Um, that one looks mm. interesting. Um, is it one to pick up girls in a dungeon? Is one I've heard very good things about, and and I'm I'm interested in checking it out. I you know I have it pre-ordered. Um, Color Across uh, Malice Unlimited is one I absolutely want to play but I need to play the first one again, or at least continue mm. to the first one. And it's just it's, it's just so slow at the moment, and it just, it didn't pull me in. And I know I'm close, probably, to where it's going to grip you, and it's not going to let you go. And it's just one of those uh, things where I, I need to be in the right mindset. And I don't know, maybe after Paper Mario, I will be, because I really want to try to complete Paper Mario. I'm, uh, you know, I'm trying to just swallow the the urge to quit <laughs> and get through those damn boss battles to enjoy the rest of the game because the rest of the game is like I said a lot of fun. Um, after that, I'm not sure. There's so many games to that I could choose to go to, and, and especially not limiting it to just Switch. But even if I just limited it to Switch, there's so many games in the backlog. Uh, you know, maybe I'll check out you know Cat Quest one and two. I mean, who knows?
0: It's uh, there just go. so many great games. <laughs> uh dave in the chat mentioned that uh, they, uh that smash brothers uh had an update uh out of nowhere um they added a small battlefield so that's cool i guess uh i don't know where that why that just came out of the blue but cool what, what i want to know what a, exactly a small battlefield is like the the original battlefield it's just a smaller version is what i'm guessing um but so uh weird. yeah you can uh. look that up and, and while you're doing that uh yeah i'll just say i think um, you know, from that list, there's definitely there's nothing that really, really stands out to me. Um, so I'll be continuing in that, uh, hoping to complete Torna by the next time, uh, which would make uh, Jakester and, and, and Barry really, really happy. Um that uh, that would be in you know crossed off my list and then I can move on. Barry's open, I can go to, uh, you know, to Xenoblade two, we'll see. Um I do have my my Wii U hooked up, so at some point I'd like to get back to uh Xenoblade uh um X, but yeah. uh we'll see. Um Yeah, so
2: enough, sure enough here it is, the full patch notes. The Small Battlefield stage has been added. You could also set Small Battlefield as preferred rules. You can now select any stage-specific music for the Battlefield, Small Battlefield, Big Battlefield, and Final Destination stages. Uh, Online user experience has been adjusted. New way of matchmaking. uh, And several issues have been fixed and improved. And it looks like Small Battlefield has just two platforms instead of the third one. So it's not a full triangle. It's just two platforms hmm. um so i i new stage out of nowhere not expecting oh there it is on the screen yeah <laughs> not, not what i was expecting at all but i'm, I'm not going to complain about new stages
0: <laughs> not at all not at all and and like i said a couple weeks ago i i finally picked up the uh the second dlc pack like a pre pre-ordered all that and everything so that even more reason to uh to fire it up and, and to play some of those characters and stuff that I haven't for a while and I can also play on a new new stage that I was not expecting. So yeah, that's cool. It's cool.
2: Now it would be cool if they made small battlefield stages for every because every stage is like an <laughs> omega in a battlefield. Not a small <sighs> battlefield for everything. <laughs>
0: that that'd be cool. I they've they've they have, I think, adequately named this Smash Brothers Ultimate for sure. Um it is becoming more and more of the ultimate Don't thing. They, there's the there's a few things still missing. <laughs> 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 but but it seems like they're getting there and then they're adding in things that we didn't even know we wanted. So, but it would be nice if they focused on the things we do want before we focus on the things they We don't know we want, but anyway, uh, (laughs) um, yeah. So before we wrap up, uh, we do want to talk about just some other things to look forward to. Um, Like we said earlier, we did uh, shoot a a video and it should be going later uh, live later this week um, An industry talk with the guys from Dodo peak. Um, Barry, anything you want to say about that? You did the interview.
2: Uh, Yeah, they're absolutely fantastic guys. Uh, It's a fun interview. And it makes me appreciate the game even more. Um, talking to them, the inner workings of it. Um, just definitely check it out. Give them some love, even if you don't want to buy the game. Um, just at least hear them talk about it and, and see what went into the game and where they're going from here.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Greg, anything else that uh, that's coming up soon that you're looking forward to over the next couple weeks? Game playing? Uh, anything else that uh, that you know it's going to happen before before we meet again on August 18th?
1: Yeah, just a few more Fireworks shows, getting those, uh, a couple more hats, <laughs> continuing on the uh, same old games that we've been playing, so that's most likely what we'll be doing. So
0: Nice, nice. Barry, how about you?
2: Uh, yeah, quite, quite a bit has been going on. Uh, I was actually just on a podcast. Uh, Jamar Games does a podcast called Why Are You a Gamer? Uh, it's really cool. It's on Anchor, and uh, my episode went live yesterday. Um, which is really, really cool. Just He talks to different, different people within the industry and even people not in the industry, just just gamers. And just, hey, why are you a gamer? Uh, really neat concept, uh, fun conversation. He's a really cool guy. Uh, definitely check out him and his podcast. Um, this Friday, uh, I'm not sure when. It's probably going to go live uh, Saturday, but this Friday I'm actually impromptu going to be back on Nintendo Everything podcast. <laughs> um literally just oni's like hey you want to come back this friday cool (laughs) um i'm also going to be back on sometime in september um gavin will not be around so he needed a co-host so he reached out to me and asked so i definitely appreciate that opportunity oni is a a fantastic guy uh you know uh, and a good friend so uh, look forward to that if you if you enjoy uh enjoy their podcast and you should their their podcasts are really good so you should check them out and uh there's no playcast for you know, probably at least another week so i've got a little time off from from playing whatever game they they throw at me and say you need to play this my universe um, my baby yeah maybe who knows <laughs> if i get the codes i guess i'll be forced to play it uh, <laughs> But uh when we, we do come back there will be uh something cool, something big that I'd love to talk about now, but I can't talk about now. Um but when when it does
0: happen we'll we'll definitely be talking about it as well on uh on this podcast as well. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh Barry you're sounding more and more like Nintendo now and yeah. He's like, I I have information, but I'm not going to share it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, but, but but I'm telling you, within a couple of weeks, you will hear. That is true. I'm not saying you'll you'll you might know sometime in the future. Please look forward to it. <laughs>
0: it's postponed indefinitely. Yeah, so. you're not getting that. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Jake Steer says that he's going to do FGO and uh, might uh, do Vesperia um yeah if you guys are listening to this after the fact we'd love to let you guys are uh, to hear what you guys are doing um and so make sure you do leave us a comment here on youtube and uh yeah we'd love 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 to uh to hear what you're up to what you're planning on playing and all those things uh basement dweller jumping in at the very last minute so thanks so much for for joining in the chat and saying hello um, yeah, all you guys are awesome. We, we absolutely love connecting with you guys. And again, if you have never checked out our podcast live, uh, we would love to, to have you guys do that. But we appreciate you listening and watching after the fact as well. Um, hit that like button, um, hit that share button, um, subscribe, hit the bell, all those things. You know what to do. You've been on YouTube before. I'm gonna assume you've been on YouTube before. So uh, do all those things that you know you should do and, uh, and share this with others and hit us up on social media join our discord we would love to uh continue connecting with all you guys um but that brings us to the end of episode 203 we'll be back with 204 like i said on august 18th um again going live here on youtube at eight thirty p.m eastern time and you can do all the you know Translating that you need to for your own time zone, um, because you know it's too late for math right now. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's been great to talk with you guys again. The uh, others would either been in the chat, but also, of course, my co-host Barry and Greg. Thanks so much for uh, for joining me again.
2: It's always a pleasure.
0: Yeah, definitely can't wait for the next one. Yeah, and to all you guys, uh, we'll we'll see you next time. Until then, happy gaming. Have a great one. See you later.